0: Good afternoon. Welcome to Seattle's Eastside Real Estate Podcast. I'm Dan Edwards with the Eastside Real Estate team. And this is our um, podcast focused on living, working, and playing on the Eastside. If you are looking to listen to past episodes, you can subscribe on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and many more. We're gonna have a really good show today. We're gonna talk about the state of the market, Um, Pretty crazy, very crazy. Um, And we're gonna talk about what that means for the uh, sellers, what they should do, how they should be prepared. And I've got a really good example, a solution for you. If you're one of the sellers that is trapped, wanting to move up into a bigger home or move down into a smaller home, I've got a a solution for you. So that'll be coming up. Also, we're gonna be welcoming Kathleen Hunter from Northwest Canine Coalition with the much loved Paw of the Month segment we've got some great pups to meet today Um, before we get into that though let's begin our real talk segment so we're going to be talking about the tremendous leverage that sellers have in this seller's market we have been talking about this at nauseum last week we talked a little bit about uh, the contingencies that are involved in, uh, in utilizing those for the benefits from the sellers and the buyers. We'll talk more about contract stuff later, but today I just kind of want to go over um, what how did we find ourselves in this spot? Now, according to the National Association of Realtors, sales are actually up 23%, and this is, these are nationwide numbers, so 23%. Meanwhile, inventory of homes are down 25 that's a 50% delta. That's how we have a higher level demand. And, and this is really spurned on by low interest rates. So people have made that decision to move into something much more comfortable. They've spent a lot of time um, dealing with the home that they were in. And with the pandemic um, that arrived. they started looking around at the walls and saying, I can paint this or I can get rid of this wall or since I can't paint and since I can't get rid of it, I may need to buy something new, which leads us to the big challenge that we have. Now, the the, the researchers have studied what is it that's causing this lack of inventory. And here's what they found out is a, a survey showed that 40% of buyers are being outbid by their uh Um, 40% of the buyers have been outbid on the home that they wanted. In 2019, it was 19%. That's the tremendous amount of leverage. Uh, Yesterday, we had two offers outstanding. Both offers were outbid. So we, um, uh, I believe a home that was listed for three, it was a condo actually listed for 385, was in contract above 450. Um, And the last unit that sold in that complex Uh, sold for 415, or excuse me, 420, 420. So um, that's an incredible um, premium that buyers are willing to pay to secure a house. Um, Sellers, just so that I'm clear, if I haven't said this before, people are overpaying for homes. They're overpaying for homes because they are looking for a place to live, not for a year, not for two years, but uh, for many years. Now, I have always advised buyers to be aggressive, but also understand uh, to live within their means and within their limitations. If somebody is looking for a short-term investment in real estate, um, I I would encourage them to look at buying right. But when you're buying for a home, when you're locking in at below 3% interest rates and you're planning on being there three to five years, you're going to recoup that overpayment because the supply will come back. But in the meantime, you'll see great gains over the next two to three years. So here's the thing is a buyer is looking for three things. They want to buy a home. They want to buy now before prices appreciate. And they want to take advantage of these historically low interest rates. Um, however, uh, there's another need. The seller that is looking to sell needs to go somewhere else. Is that right? So, I mean, I can tell you, I, I can count on both hands how many times this week I've talked to sellers and they're like, we'd love to sell, but we don't know where we would go. We're not sure. It's hard. It's competitive. So um, here's a solution we have. So... A possible solution that we recommend to sellers is to, first off, consider new construction. New construction is going to allow you to pick out your floor plan and location. And while they build the home, you will have a time horizon to prep your home for sale. That, Generally speaking, builders are probably 6 to 8 to 12 to 16 months out. So you may identify. Now, keep this in mind, buying new construction. It's just as competitive as resale meaning that you're going to be put on a list for a certain floor plan. When that floor plan becomes available, they call the first person on the waiting list. Yes or no. If it's a no, they go to the second one. No, they go to the third one. No, they go to the fourth one. So it's just as competitive to uh, purchase uh, new construction However, it is not without the ability to still live in your home and have a time horizon. So that's pretty convenient. So that's option one. Option two is to do something similar. Let's get your home ready for sale. Keep an idea out um, of what it is you're looking for. Now, you won't be able to, unless you are able to qualify for two mortgages, you won't be able to make an offer on that new home until you sell your home. Let's just say that's the biggest challenge. Um, the, the interesting part is that that sellers with that kind of leverage will be able to procure multiple offers. Procuring multiple offers allows you to coordinate something that we call a rent back. And that is the ability to sell the home, close with funds, and then be able to shop for your future home, giving you the power to have a offer on a future home that waives contingencies, which is the the most typical one in that case scenario would be the uh, what we call a um, contingent on the sale of a home. So the home's already pending, if not sold, closed, cash in the bank, you're pre-qualified for the next mortgage. All that has to happen is identify the new home and move on. So what's nice about that is you can identify terms that are convenient to you. As a seller with leverage, you could say, I want my mortgage payment to be the same as what it is now for the next six months or less for the next six months with an extension of three months for the next two extensions. Obviously, they don't want to become a landlord forever, but you do have leverage. So that's the solution that is really gonna get our market back on track. So if you found yourself sitting there, wondering if you could get to your next home and how that's possible, I'd be happy to sit down with you, share with you some of the successes that our sellers are having right now putting their home on the market, procuring a rent-back agreement, and then pursuing their future home. All right. Let's see what else I got. Bottom line. If you're considering selling your house, let's talk. We can connect. You can find um, information about us on the Eastside Real Estate Team. Go to the seller section, look at our seller showcase, and you can reach out to us at 425-200-4093. That's 425-200-4093. That concludes our Real talk segment. If you are interested in this, you can find all of our past segments on our website under the eastsiderealestateteam.com slash blog and then you'll find all the uh, past segments, some of the other real talk top topics. And uh, yeah, it will be great. All right. Up next, we're going to have our Paw of the Month segment with the Northwest Canine Coalition and Kathleen Hunter. We'll be right back after this short message. Cummins Chiropractic, I got to tell you, these guys are not a pain in the neck. They're awesome. Are you, Are you at all like me, out there enjoying the best that life has to offer, only to realize that your bones aren't getting any younger. So listen, um, or maybe you're thinking about moving and you're getting the house prepared and you kind of throw your back out. Well, Cummins Chiropractic and Wellness has helped families like yours, like mine, regain optimum health as they work hard to provide for their family. The team at Cummins Chiropractic, if you've been there, are fantastic Fun group of people. They always remember your name. They treat their patients not only in crisis care, but lifestyle care with the state of art individualized services. Um, I have to say that I've seen many of my friends uh, reach and maintain their best health while they happen to season. So they're like a fine wine. Um, And to learn more about Cummins Chiropractic, you can give me a call. I can give you a fair testimonial. I've been uh, there once a month for as long as they have been open, I'm pretty sure. Um, or you can call them directly at 425-590-9158. That's Cummins Chiropractic and Wellness in Bellevue, um, or online at cumminschiropractic.com. All right. Now back to the show. So at, here we are at, uh, this is everybody's favorite segment. And that is the, uh, um, the paw of the month segment with Kathleen Hunter. Um, Welcome back to the show, this February, or excuse me, March edition. We're in March. Can you guys believe Ready? that? I can't. I <laughs> cannot believe that. Um, so it's our goal to share the incredible work that the NWCC and highlight some local pups that are in need of a forever home. Kathleen, thank you for joining us today.
1: Hi, thank you for having me. And, and four dogs today. Uh, super excited to share them with you. Um, oh. First one we have is have that okay so we have mellow susan and duff and then lily our first one is mellow he is a mature pit bull terrier he's with our partner rescue forgotten dogs rescue and they're based out of tri-cities but mellow is local he's here in seattle he's a master of the naps just like his name he's a big sweet marshmallow he truly lives up to that name he's pretty chill um, he loves his car rides. He loves going for a walk and he's great walking on a leash too. And you'll see all of that in his video, which is on our YouTube channel. And it's going to be on your podcast too. Um, let's see. He's just, isn't that, and he looks a little chunky here, but we caught him off guard and he has since gone on a diet. So he's lost a few LBs. Uh, he loves his stuffy toys. See, look at that little guy. Isn't he a, Pie. he is just the marshmallow real sweet very gentle he needs to be the only dog in the home and uh, he like i said he's a mature pup just wants a, a home to hang out and our next duo are duff and susan mckagan and they are named after the couple uh, for guns and roses i was duff
0: gonna duff. say yeah, susan sound, and duff sound duff familiar
1: yeah. local local band you may have heard of them Um, So Susan and Duff are now a couple, (laughs) aren't they cute? And so Duff, he is a pit bull, uh, bulldog mix. And when he was a tiny pup, he had a cleft palate. He's had his surgery. The only thing is he needs to eat uh, soft foods, soft, you know, treats and whatnot. Um, He's super playful.
0: What a a great smile, yeah. Look
1: at that smile, super playful, Um, (laughs) loves his belly rubs. And then his playmate is Susan, and they are a bonded pair, so they need to be adopted together. Now, Mm -hmm. Susan, she is blind. She's a two-year-old terrier mix. She is the sweetest little thing. And her mapping skills are impeccable, and we've talked about that previously with another dog, the mapping skills for a dog that's blind is um, you know, they, they learn the perimeter of the space that they're in. And I watched her do that when, in, when we were shooting her video and she is a, a master at it. She just nailed it. Look at those ears. She's um, loves to play, house trained, crate trained. Duff is her, um, her buddy and you'll see them romping around together in their video. And, uh, so they need to go
0: so together. Kathleen as a, a dog owner who has traditionally only had one dog at a time, uh, about four years ago, my son suggests getting another dog and, and I'm like, okay, bud, whatever, no, th- like, there's no way your mom's going to agree to that. Sure enough, he convinced her. And, uh, we ended up with Nacho, our second dog. And what's really cool about that. And if people have just kind of been like, listen, I don't want to have a whole bunch of dogs is the two when, when they're hanging out together, it, it they entertain each other, right? It's, it's something that, that allows you maybe a little less maintenance because they can play together. So just, that's my two cents for, for the pitch on, on the pair.
1: Well, I'll, I'll add a couple more pennies to that. And you're spot on because we started off with one dog, which is Sablin. We'll talk to talk about her in a little bit. When she was two we got we rescued a second dog and you're right they have a buddy they um entertain each other so like you said you can get your work done but they also teach each other so if you have Mm -hmm. one that maybe hasn't been socialized as much as the other or needs some of that socialized learning how to play how to be a dog which was our case the you know one dog will teach the other dog how, how to be a dog um so that often happens too with rescue dogs. They may have not have been socialized as much. And if you have a second dog, if they can be if they're compatible with the second dog, they really teach each other. It's amazing to watch too. And yeah. if you have one dog or two dogs, it's all the same. <laughs> yeah,
0: it's true. Same, same messes. Same, <laughs>
1: same. You're feeding, fill one bowl, fill another bowl. It's all yeah. the same. So our third dog is a little oh, by the way, um, Duff and Susan are with our partner rescue Motley Zoo Animal Rescue. And um Really need to watch their video too. It's a music video. Nice. You know, rock in. Lily, this precious little pup. Oh my gosh, she is a sweetie. She's five years old. She's about 50 pounds. She's American Staffordshire mix. And she's with our partner Rescue, Lucky Paws Rescue. Um, she, it was really cold that day. So she has a little jacket on, but she does have some sensitivity concerns. Um, so she likes to wear a weighted jacket or cuddle in a blanket, just like people. When they're uncertain about their world around them and what's going on, she has like that extra little cuddle. But she's just a doll. She loves uh, activities. She was out at the agility course when we were recording her video, loves to do the ladder, hopping up on tree stumps. And then at the end of the day, she just wants to cuddle with you on your lap or in your bed, if you'll let her. <laughs> and she's just the sweetie pie. Look at that smile.
0: That is such a great spot. How do you get them all with their tongues out all the time? Is there a trick to that?
1: Yeah. You hold a treat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, uh, you know, when, when we're out there too, with the dogs, um, you know, it's all playtime. It's uh-huh. all fun and games. And so it, it's easy to, to so get
0: they've been also. running already and their tongue sticking out. Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so those are our, our uh, four dogs, but Susan and Duff need to go together. So I'm counting them as one. <laughs>
0: So let's talk about the uh, the small rescues that you that uh, Northwest Canaan Coalition focuses on. Share share with the listeners about that.
1: Right. So we partner with the small rescues here in the northwest, and um, you know the the underdog rescues we like to call them the ones that can't they don't have the resources to you know have these media segments like like podcasts with Dan Edwards and you know your team, and so we produce the videos. For them and they get to post those videos on the dog's bio page or their pet finder page and their websites and their social media. And we post on our social media too. So these dogs that we see today, they'll be on you know your social media posts. So those are all resources that these rescues um, don't have. And mm. so we're providing that to them and we don't charge them. So we're a nonprofit too. So it's all raising funds. So how
0: does, how do folks donate uh, to your Uh, Northwest Canine Coalition.
1: Sure. You can go to our website, nwcaninecoalition.org and click on the donate button over here. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, We are having a fundraiser this month and it's in honor of Savo. She's my first dog and uh, she is the one that turned my world upside down for the better, for all canines and for myself. And if it weren't for her, NWCC would not have launched. It would not have, you know, she was the catalyst for all of that. And she's also the inspiration for our logo. So in her honor, we're having a fundraiser this month and we're hoping to raise $5,000 and all of that money, the cash that she raises will be earmarked for the production of the adoptable dog videos.
0: Awesome. Great. So besides adopting these dogs, besides contributing, is there any other way that we can help you guys out?
1: Yes. uh, Volunteering. So if you, uh, we need people to help organize our fundraisers, uh, write social media posts, the blogs that are, you know, the posts, um, the the blurbs. Mm -hmm. And if you would like to be a board member, we're looking to expand our board because we're going places we're going, we're going big.
0: Awesome. That's (laughs) awesome.
1: A lot of dogs out there needs, need homes and we want to shine a light on all of them. And so we're, we're building our team, videographers, editors, I'm sure we can find a spot for.
0: Yeah, and I would say anybody out there that wants to get experience, this is a good way to get experience to put on your resume, you know, um, and helping out a great cause. So yeah.
1: We have the equipment. We'll train. Um, so you, yeah, like you said, if you're just hey, it's something I've kind of been interested in. Give me a call. Shoot me an email.
0: Plus, look at these pups. Come on, how could you say <laughs> no to these adorable pups?
1: And you know, like with Savo, she, you know, I didn't grow up with dogs. I was afraid of dogs growing up. Um, my husband had dogs. And so eventually we got one and she filled a void in my life that I didn't even know was there. And so looking at these smiling faces, even if you can't adopt a dog, consider fostering a dog. And that is, that will, you know, be leaps and bounds for the dog to have that home environment experience until they get their forever home because they've all come from tough backgrounds.
0: Gotcha. Well, again, thank you so much for coming on. We always appreciate your segment. I love looking at these dogs and uh, we'll, we will see you next month.
1: Next month. Thank you for having us.
0: All right. So um, Erica is out in the field. So she doesn't, she's not able to come in to our stump the broker segment, but I did want to share with you a challenge that we ran up against with regards to VA lending. So I wanna share uh, all the veterans out there, we thank you for your service. And I don't know if you know this, but you have a benefit which allows you to put 0% down um, when buying a um, a piece of real estate. So it's part of your uh, benefits for serving our country. Um, One of the challenge that you will run into is in this market where we see home values going high above uh, asking price that um, we may see homes uh, appraised, not at contract value. Um, the challenge with that is that a seller cannot compel a VI buyer to actually pay more for the house than what the bank evaluates it at. Now, um, in certain areas, we're seeing home prices um, surge um, at levels that they hadn't seen in the past, which is making those appraisals challenges challenging. So what you what you may run, run into seeing is a certain situation where um, sellers may not choose to allow you to take advantage of those benefits, the zero down. They're going to want to see you come in with additional funds. It's a challenge that is just a part of the marketplace um, where we're actually still able to help people. And, and you know, just because you ha- um, you can put 0% down doesn't mean you have to. So if you're able to put a little bit more down, that might actually help you in the long run secure a home in a competitive market. So if you have questions like these, if yours is a specific situation, maybe you're running into challenges, um, we certainly can help uh, help you uh, navigate these difficult times. Um, yeah. So that was a pretty good show today. I want to thank you guys for coming. I hope you found it all interesting. Um, if you have uh, future questions or if you'd like to be on the show, you can reach out to us. Um, at the website, the eastsiderealestate real This is the Seattle Eastside real estate podcast. We want to thank you for listening, watching on YouTube. Um, and we uh, will see you back here again soon. Thanks so much.